When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Let's go on into this storm surge as the Lightning will take on Calgary tomorrow. Oof. Calgary is going to be a tough matchup for these guys. It's going to be exciting. We always love to see a former player, and this one hurt. I was I physically hurt to see Blake Coleman oh, leave this God. roster. Because he was a part of that electric third line um, that just that third line was such a tone setter for this team and for Bolts fans. You loved watching them play. You loved how they contributed. You knew that they were the guys rallying people up on the bench. I mean, this was a line that kept these guys' head in every single game, no matter the circumstances or the scoreboard. So seeing Blake Coleman back. Uh, not in a Bolts uniform, and I know it's been a minute, guys, but still is always a tough one for me. And he, of course, is a, a big contributor to a lot of the success that the Flames are having. The Flames were on a great little playoff run there. The first thing I will say in this storm watch is that here comes another high-scoring team. And mm-hmm. if they don't manage how the shots happen, if they don't manage that first period, if they don't come out strong and not let up in the first, then this is a team that they're going to be uh, chasing. Honestly, they're coming off of a, of a big win from LA. And so the, the Los Angeles Kings were in a four-game winning streak, and Calgary just blew that for them. And not only did they blow it for them, but they came in and loaded up the points and held them off and defended up until the third period. So if there's something... There's a bright spot here that the Bolts can look at and say, okay, we can kind of uh, expose that. It's the fact that because there's such high energy in those first two periods, they do kind of let off a little bit in that third period. If they can have a really nice balanced attack here and have a game plan to stay within their structure, first period, second period, third period, third period, they can really kind of give it to them. But they have to make sure that they don't come into this and make mistakes, turnovers, the passing that we've talked about here um, for the overarching perspective of where the bolts are right now in the season, the passing lanes are going to have to be so clean. The communication is going to have to be very high. And one guy that they're going to see too, that's going to well, be a pain in their butt is uh, Kadari. He was on that avalanche roster when the Avs beat them in the Stanley cup final. And he was the unsung hero came off of this injury. Nobody knew what his playing time was going to look like. Nobody knew what lines he was really going to function with. And he ended up sealing the deal for the abs to hoist the Stanley cup. So to see him with this uh, offensively strong Calgary team is going to be something very interesting to see. I wish I was going to be at that game. I had it circled on my calendar, even though I'm, I'm pretty nervous about it. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. And Calgary is a team that, is they they want to win now they've made mm-hmm. moves in this offseason specifically picking up jonathan uh, huberto um yeah. and they did that and then not only did they get him from the panthers but they then signed him to an eight-year deal they yeah. want to win now and they really do believe it's their time but this calgary team what you said casey is so important because they're clicking they're finally starting to click. They're they're seven and six. 
Um, so it's not like they have the best record, but mm -hmm. they're finally starting to click, which is the most important thing for them because they did have some new guys. They had some shuffling around and there's always a little bit of a feeling it out time. Yeah. I was in the feeling it out time. And I think that they're starting to move past it. Their team is starting to click together. The lines are starting to click. They're starting to really understand themselves. And that mm -hmm. means they're going to be on the up and up. And that is scary for this Tampa Bay Lightning team uh, because Calgary is a strong team. And a guy that that I, you know, a, as we get into some of these problematic players, that's going to be my guy. You have mm -hmm. seen Jonathan Huberto. You know his playing style. You know how yep. tough he is to to face because you faced him, you know, lightning whenever he was in South Florida, very frequently. This is a guy that is, is frankly pissed off that he was traded. He, he didn't want to get traded. He, specifically, no, he thought that they were going to keep him. He specifically said that he, he felt like he showed the Panthers respect and that he thinks that he deserved more. So this mm -hmm. is a guy with a chip on his shoulder. He wants to prove the Panthers wrong. He wants to go out there and show them that they can win and that they can win now. And he wants to do it with the flames. He's yep. very excited to be on this roster. And so he's going to come out and what better way to show that you're a team that needs to be watched than beat the team that has two back-to-back -back championships and was in the Stanley cup final this past year. He's going to yeah. want to go out and he's going to want to come at your throats and he's going to want to really get you out of your structure. He knows this team well. He knows what gets under their skin. He's going to try to push their buttons out there on the ice and you can't play into it. But Jonathan Huberto, he, he's a guy that you have to you have to keep your eye on him. Um, you know, as you look what he's done this season, it, it, he's he's clicking he's he's finding his way um and he's clicking with this team he's had a few different lines that he's played on um but they're starting to figure it out and so he's a dangerous player um and you're gonna want to to keep your eye out on him oh my gosh absolutely and it's funny because he's the one who in an interview said exactly what you're saying. Not only is this team starting to click, but all lines are getting involved. So the line changes they have made, they have found that sweet spot that they feel like they could be successful in. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's a dangerous thing kind of leading back to what they can do to a team early on. I mean, I think in within their first 13 shots on goal, they converted five of those into goals. So they're very good with their accuracy and making those shots land. And while Jonathan is there, it's going to be, um, Kadari, as as my problematic player, my top problematic player, seven goals or seven goals, seven assists, 14 points. The biggest thing with Kadari is that once he is in a scoring chance there, once he is pressing the ice to create that opportunity and set up his line, his line doesn't have the biggest chance of getting back into uh, their D zone and defending off any kind of goals there. So if there is a rush and the lightning defend it off well they have to get on the counterattack very quickly because they could execute versus this calgary team but it's kadari leading this team right now and you talk about players who have something to prove to their former team he thought the abs were going to keep him around especially mm -hmm. after being such a successful key piece to them hoisting the stanley cup and bouncing back from this injury that nobody knew if he was going to play hockey last year at all um even to the top of this season so now with that 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 ego burst that he has with that chip on his shoulder 
And doing it with a team like Calgary, he's really feeling good about himself. And slightly be below him is Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli has six goals, seven assists, 13 points, but he's at a plus two. So he's that guy that's out there really helping generate the offense that much more and setting up players for success. So they're top two guys having that, that opposite attack there, but it's, it's Kadari's line more importantly that they can keep them on their heels depending on how they manage their puck, the passing lanes. But if they don't, this are these are players that will very much punish them for it, but it's also Kadari and Toffoli that could be those players that can end up with shorthanded opportunities if they're not clean and crisp and disciplined on the power play or able to get back in motion if they lose the puck within those passing lanes. But I feel like those are things that they can clean up. Um, those are the top two guys that stood out to me the most with this team. And all in all, it's the shots on goal. We've seen that if this team can manage a team like Calgary, for instance, and not allow them to have so many shots on goal within that first period or, you know, leading in every single period, they'll give themselves an opportunity there when they're overly defending as a team that's particularly more speedster versus physical, as you mentioned earlier, that's where they kind of really lose the game there. And that's the most concerning part with this. But I think after freshly having Kajari and then such a sting as the Stanley Cup finals, they'll have his number, you know, they'll be out there ready to contain a guy like that. But it's fully that I think they need to look at a little bit more tape about and make sure that they're not having him sneak around because um, he's a great two way player. Player, but he's also one of the most successful players in terms of setting up offensive plays. He certainly is. And so taking a look, Casey, at those two problematic players, um, the Lightning are going to have their hands full. It's not going to be a given game. Um, this is going to be the game, by the way, for, for Hockey Fights Cancer Night, where the Lightning are celebrating their Hockey Fights Cancer Night. So if you have any lavender, wear that out uh, tomorrow. I know that there's uh, the special jerseys that the guys will wear pregame. Yeah. Um, so really cool. And usually they have some people out at pregame skate um, associated with, you know, Moffitt or one of the other cancer centers around here. So it will be really cool and really touching, I'm sure, uh, in a lot of capacities. Uh, but Casey, do you have uh, some keys for us as we look at what needs to happen in this game against Calgary? I know we've already mentioned a few of the dangerous spots for this team and a few of the dangerous patterns this team has fallen into. But what mm -hmm. do they need to think about whenever they're facing this Calgary team? The first thing that I would say for keys would be that they have to score first um, in order to have any sort of control of this game. Whenever teams have that that really explosive offensive performance as they did versus the LA Kings breaking their winning streak of four games in a row. Um, they can ride high off of that. And this is a team that when they start getting in a scoring pattern, they just have that back to back to back fury about them. So I would say the first key that I, and I know you can't predict it in games, but we know this team is capable of doing it, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. So they need to score first versus the Calgary Flames. They have to set the tone with a fast-paced team. We've seen that whenever a fast-paced team gets ahead of them and they have to play catch-up, they do not manage well. Where they, we talked about this also, key two for me, Discipline is going to be extremely important with this team. Their top four players have over 12 penalty minutes. I think it's like 10, 14, 14, 12, 16. So your top five guys of this team that know how to score also know how to piss you off. And we've seen how that's played off multiple times now. Carolina being a specific example. Washington now being an example after that disastrous physical matchup that they had on Friday. So with Calgary, they have 
some specialists when it comes to scoring, but they also have guys that are very physical. And I will resort back to Kadari. Kadari is a very physical guy who knows how to score. He gets in those tight spaces. Um, he also has a great shot on him. He hits top of the net very well. So after he has a successful play like that, he's going to be in your ear and he's going to be trying to get you out of your structure in your game. So discipline is going to be a big, big key here. And then it's always coming down to special teams at this point. They have to find a little bit more consistency. They need to communicate a lot more. We've seen them kind of make some changes there with putting Victor Hedman on the first line where typically we know him to be, or the first unit, excuse me, guys, um, and then move down to that second unit. And Miguel Sergachev has done so well, so, so well. So I'm kind of going to call on him to step up a little bit more and continue to be the leader that he's been in these last few games. But he needs to be a conductor in this power play and help it be successful and lock down that blue line and make sure the puck's not getting past him and creating opportunities for shorthanded goals. So that's going to be my third key as consistently as we have that in there. If it's still a problem, it's still a key and it's still going to be a focus point uh, for these bolts to lock in on. So clean up the passing lanes, play with discipline, get off to that that fast start, get on the board first. And I think if they do that, that the other lines will start to get in line. I like the little line change that they had. I think the guys will continue to build off of that and they can contain this game, but it's on them. And that home, that home ice advantage should be that much more of a, of, you know, a buzzer for them. So I have all the faith that they can get off to the faster that they need versus Calgary. Yep. And they weren't really happy with the way that they played the other day against the, mm -hmm. the stars. And so I think that they'll come out a little bit of bite in them as well from that game. Casey, thank you so much. Fans, you can be sure to at Pucks and Bolts on Twitter. Uh, I'll be at the game tomorrow. I'll be at Morning Skate. So we'll have information for you there. Casey and I will then break down this game, uh, excuse me, the game that is happening, both this game, and then we will have our next episode on Saturday. So tune in, follow Pucks and Bolts wherever you get your podcasts. This is an Odyssey original podcast. So the best place to find it is the Odyssey app. Download the Aussie app, turn on the auto download button for Pucks and Bolts. And then whenever there's a new episode, whenever we're giving you the latest and greatest in hockey news, that will come right to your phone and right to your ears. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Kaylee Mizell. You can find me at Kaylee Mizell. She's Casey Hudson. You can find her and all of her fun adventures that she's going on <laughs> at the Sports Case. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time.